Signore! Please stand the F up. Please stand the F up. Ladies and gentlemen, do you know what today is? Today is the start of another freaking Flyers season. Let's go. If you are a Flyers fan, I hope you guys are as excited as I am here today because I have told you guys this whole entire summer, this whole entire fall, I am ready for Flyers hockey. This is the one thing that I am truly waiting for. I am so hyped about this team. I think this team is going to surprise a lot of people here in Philadelphia. And yes, for the first time in a long time, dare I say it, I am more excited about Flyers hockey than I am Sixers basketball. I don't remember the last time I said that. But yes, that is exactly how I feel. What's going on, everybody? What's up, YouTube? What's up, Twitch? What's up, Twitter? And of course, what is up, TikTok? Thank you so much for tuning on into Oi and Philly Sports. The Philly Sports, the show where we follow everything in Philly sports. Of course, I am your host, El Parcero Philly, the unit of all things sports and culture in the beautiful city of Philadelphia. That's right, guys. As you guys can clearly tell, today we are excited about Flyers opening day. Tonight, the Flyers kick off their season against the Vancouver Canucks at the barn, the Wells Fargo Center. Today, we'll obviously be talking a lot about that. I hope you guys have a lot of Flyers questions, comments, and concerns in the chat because I really want to talk some Flyers, as you guys can clearly tell. So put that in, bring that in the chat as well. Of course, we're going to talk about last night's win. Oh, win. <laughs> I wish it was a win. Last night's loss against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It could have been a win. Very well could have been a win. Uh, we'll talk about what we act. We obviously did the post game show last night. Well, the day after, right? You know, you always after a night's sleep, which I didn't really get much sleep, but after a night's sleep, you kind of uh, you, you marinate in your thoughts and your feelings. And after a day, you know, when we saw that loss yesterday, you have different thoughts. And I kind of want to reconvene and give you guys again uh, my thoughts yesterday. And of course, if you guys want to bring up stuff from me last yesterday, well, we'll definitely talk about that. Uh, we'll talk about the Sixers. Obviously, the 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 talk is Ben Simmons. Uh, tonight, the Sixers also have a preseason game there in the in Detroit. Excuse me. And will Ben Simmons play? I personally don't think he will. I don't think you will see him at all, uh, at least for a month or so. I think we we won't see him. But we'll talk about a little bit of that. Of course, the Union tomorrow have a match up in Montreal, Canada, to face off against um, Club de Foot Montreal. So we'll talk about that as well. Uh, what to look forward to against a tough team, a team that that's kind of pesky, to be honest, a little pesky team. We got some Phillies talk. I, I'm definitely here for it. We're definitely uh, we're definitely here to talk about it. Uh, but definitely, guys, before we dive into this episode, do me that solid. Make sure you guys hit the like button, uh, like button on the live if you're watching this live on El Parcero Phillies YouTube channel, and of course. Uh, you can find Ed or you can find Oin Philly Sports wherever you stream podcasts. We're on Apple, we're on Google, we're on Spotify. Look up Oin Philly Sports, or you can just go to my link tree and you can find the links there. And definitely do me that solid and rate and subscribe. All right, let's start with TikTok here today. You guys know the drill. I always I always answer the comments and questions. Lay them out here on TikTok or lay them out here on YouTube, and we'll we'll go back and forth. And we'll we'll talk after each segment. Um, but what's happening? Philly sports fan for life. Let's go Flyers, baby. Hey, Philly sports fan for life is pumped up too. Uh, the year I get into hockey. What? Why'd you wait so long, man? It's a perfect timing, though. It's a perfect timing, man. It's a, it's a beautiful sport. It's a one sport that I actually get to get my dad to watch. He actually enjoys watching hockey. He's not really much of a sports person, uh, but hockey's one thing I can I can force him to sit down and watch. So we, we got that. We got that. Um, that hockey kid, uh, 91, are you going to the game? I'm not going to the game tonight. No, I'm not going to the game. I'm not, I'm not, I don't go to too many games. Uh, I'd rather, I like to watch it. Going to the game is an experience. Um, especially with the sport like hockey, which I'm not, 
Uh, I'm not the most familiar with, but uh, we were, listen, just like Tyrese Maxey, getting a, a percent better every day. I'm learning more and more at the ins and the outs of the sport. I played a little bit growing up, but not as much as I wanted to. Um, so we'll, we'll be watching home. We'll be dissecting it. Of course, we'll be doing po uh, post-game shows and all that good stuff. So uh, we will not be there. Uh, should I put money on the Flyers? You, should put, you shouldn't be putting money on teams at all. But if you're going to, don't do it. I'm telling you, don't do it. <laughs> What's up, bro? How you doing, man? Uh, the Beaver 7, love you, Ertz, of course. Obviously, we'll, we'll talk about the Ertz news uh, in a little bit in our Eagles segment of the day. It's, uh, it's bitter, bittersweet news. Uh, Zach deserves to go somewhere where he can win. That man deserves everything. He gave everything to Philadelphia. We'll talk about it a little bit, man, but uh, it's definitely, definitely a little bit sad, man. Uh, we'll talk about it in a minute. We'll talk about it in a minute of the Beaver. I'm, I'm going to wait until the, the Eagles segment we got here, man. Uh, what's up, YouTube? What y'all got to say? Dylan, get active in the chat. I love it. Give me your comments, guys. Where you at? Uh, it was the right time for Zach to go. Uh, I would agree with you there. Flyers game day. Let's go. Let us go. I'm going to give you my starting lineup in a little bit, guys. Uh, the lines are already out. Uh, I wouldn't say that, Dylan. You know, this is the NHL. Vancouver did already play. That's something to consider. They did play, was it two nights ago, against Edmonton in an overtime shootout. Uh, so they have some... They, they, they got their feet a little bit wet, so um, it's it, I wouldn't say it's an easy win. Um, we'll talk about Gowan. We'll talk about Gowan in a second. Um, I waited till 2010. Bad flicking time to be a Flyers fan. Yeah, I'm about the same time for myself, uh, but hey, we're here now. We're here now. And, 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 you know, the previous generations, we were able to enjoy some good Flyers hockey. We've been suffering a little bit in our generation, but we got good Eagles football, right? The, the old heads can't say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Once a bird, always a bird. And that's something to always remember, especially with one Zachary Ertz. Good stuff, guys. I'll keep going back to your comments, guys. Keep leaving them in the chats. We'll go keep going back and forth to that. But, of course, as always, we always start each uh, segment before the weekend with our NFL pickums. Obviously, last night I got that one right. I wish I didn't, of course. Uh, but the Buccaneers were able to get that victory against the Birds. And, of course, we'll, we'll talk about it in a little bit. But that gets me my first win of the week. Um, next up, we got another uh, London game, 930 kickoff. The uh, the Battle of Florida, Dolphins versus the Jags. Who will be the, the, the worst team? And I think the Jags win here. Obviously, we know the Jags track record in London. Uh, the Dolphins are looking pretty bad. I heard two has started practicing. I'm not sure if he's I didn't see if he's playing or not. Um, I guess we could check that real quick, right? Uh, but it, let's see. Um, well, look at Jacoby Brissett is questionable now, and there's nothing with two attack of a low. So I'm gonna assume he will play. Of course, we'll see about that. But I'm still gonna probably gonna go with uh Trevor Lawrence and the Jags to get their first dub of the year. It's only right, right, guys? It's only right that they get their first dub of the year. Um, so I'm going to go with the Jaguars there. Next up, 1 o'clock kickoff, we got the Chargers versus the Ravens. And this is going to be a really interesting game here. Um, but I think that the 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 Chargers, look, they've been really good. I don't think they've been perfect. And I think the Ravens have been playing with a chip on their shoulder. Lamar Jackson is really taking his game to the next level. And I'm saying that the, Cl uh, the Clippers, I was going to say the Clippers, the Chargers, We'll get themselves uh, another uh, second loss of the season. I'm going to go with Baltimore. I'm going to roll with the, with the with the purple eaters. No disrespect to the Vikings, but speaking of the Vikings, another one o'clock game. We got the Vikings versus the Panthers. 
Now, we just remember we saw the Panthers this past weekend. Now they have lost two straight, and they're going up against a Minnesota squad that can be dangerous. Uh, I'm going to go with the Vikings here. I, I really want to pick the Panthers, but I do think that I uh, think they're catching up a little bit for Carolina. Darnold has figured out a little bit. Um, Cafferty loss has been big for them as well. And the defense, although talented, and I think they're going to get better, uh, it's a young bunch. I think they've been exploited. So I'm going to go with the Vikings here in this one on, a, on an away game, an away game. Uh, one o'clock, we got the Bears and the and the Packers for all my young heads who watch the NFL. The oldest rivalry in NFL history. Uh, and I'm still going to go with the Packers. <laughs> Even though the Bears have looked a little bit better. Uh, Justin Fields giving them a little spark, but I'm still going, I'm going Pack. Going roll with the Pack. Right next matchup, we got the Bengals versus the Lions. Obviously, I'm gonna go with the Bengals here. The Lions, I think it's gonna come soon enough. Not against the Birds, I hope not. But the Bengals are the Bengals, and and I and I think they go four and two this week. Texans versus the Colts. I think that the Colts learned from that Monday night game, and I think Carson gets his second victory here as a member of the Indianapolis Colts. It's gonna be at home as well. The, listen, the thing is, is that the Texans are no walk in the park. They definitely shown that they have some fight this year, but I think the Colts will help uh, victory. Another one o'clock game. You got the Rams versus the Giants. I don't think we need to speak much. I think the, the Giants are going to get absolutely obliterated. Uh, I could see uh, the, the Rams winning by at least three touchdowns. That's at least. So I'm going to go with the the, uh, the, the, the Rams there. Uh, one another one o'clock kickoff. We got the Chiefs versus the football team. Now, this is interesting. We did not expect before the season that both these teams at this point would be two and three, but that is the case. And I'm still going to go with Kansas City. I don't, I'm not panicking like some of these people are. The people think that the Chiefs are done. I don't think that, uh, but they do need to get the third. They need, they need to get the ball rolling. I think that this week they will. 405, we'll start with the we'll move on to the four o'clock games. 405, the Cardinals versus the Browns. Speak of a good matchup right there. That's that that to me, that's gonna be a fun ass matchup. Um, the Cardinals are five and zero. Oh, the Browns are three and two. This is definitely tough at home. I'm gonna say the Browns, though, will give the Cardinals their first loss of the year. It's a bold pick, but I think at home, I think the Browns will bounce back, and I think the Cardinals are due for a loss. So I'm going to go with the Browns. Uh, now, the 7-4-25 game, we got the Vegas Raiders going up against the Denver Broncos, a battle of two, three, and two teams. I um, mean, in this instance, I'm going to go with the Broncos. Yes, Logan, I went with your Broncos. I think the Raiders are a mess. That whole John Gruden thing has got to mess, mess those guys up. So I'm going to roll with the Broncos on this one. Dallas versus New England. As much as I would love to say New England can get the, the upset here, I got to roll with those stinking Cowboys, man. It sucks when the Cowboys are good. <laughs> it really sucks. The night game, the Pittsburgh seat, the Pittsburgh Seahawks, <laughs> the Pittsburgh Steelers facing off against the Seattle Seahawks in a rematch of what was it Super Bowl 40. Yikes, man. I remember that Super Bowl. I was a young bull watching that Super Bowl. Uh, I got I do have the the Seahawks winning here. That's going to be a tight one, too. Um, and I think that both two and three teams. I think the Seahawks will will win there. Um, the Monday night game we'll go over on Monday when we're back at it for Oi and Philly Sports. But as of right now, um, today's picks, obviously I got the the Bucks winning over the Eagles. Uh, we have the Jaguars beating the Dolphins. We got the Ravens beating the Chargers. We got the uh, the Vikings beating the Panthers. The Packers beating the Bears. The Bengals beating the Lions. The Colts beating the Texans. 
Um, the Rams beating the Giants, the Chiefs beating the football team, the Browns beating the Cardinals, the Broncos beating the Raiders, the Cowboys beating the Patriots, and the Seahawks beating the Steelers. Of course, you guys let me know if you disagree, love what you guys disagree with. Of course, what you got, you guys are going to tell me that anyways. Uh, so let me know in the comments either or. And those are my pickums for the week. Let's go. Uh, what we got here? DSM Media is in the building. What's happening, man? Can't go against uh, Herbert. Uh, my man, my man, Scotty talks sports. What's up, Scotty? Herbert's great. He's been great. I think the Chargers are due for a loss. I, I think I like Lamar Jackson a little bit better in this instance, especially at home. And I'm going to roll with, with Lamar Jackson on this one. Dylan, hot take. The Leafs go round two up to the playoffs. That is extremely a hot take. We know the uh, the Maple Leafs are uh, playoff challenged, <laughs> if we could say that. Uh, so we'll, we'll see, man. I, I think the day that the, the Maple Leafs win a playoff series, that's going to be a pretty big deal in, in the in the hockey community in general. Hockey is for real, man, for real. Ryan Hammond's in the building. What's up, brother? Tough one last night. Uh, hey, man, it, look, we lost to the reigning Super Bowl champs. We lost to the best quarterback of all time. There was just way too much talent, better coaching staff. Everything was just better on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers side. But the Eagles made it close. They made it interesting, and we lost by six. I To me, now, don't ask Eagles fans, but asking me, that's a dub. Uh, is that it? No, this is nothing. This is a blank jersey I actually got for free. Uh, funny story. I'm sure my girlfriend's brother is going to, or my girlfriend's uh, dad is going to enjoy this story. Uh, so my girlfriend's dad got gifted a Flyers jersey. Now, my girlfriend's dad is a two for fiver. Pretty much, he only follows the Eagles and the Sixers. He'll, when the Phillies are good, he'll pay attention here and there. Yeah, he's a little bit of a front runner when it comes to the Phillies. Uh, the Flyers, he could care less about uh, hockey. Um, and he really, he actually is one of those people that does clown me for liking soccer. So, uh, he got gifted this Flyers jersey. He knew I'm a crazy Flyers fan, so he gave it to me for free. And, um, I have coffee here. Um, I was just ate breakfast. Yes, I ate breakfast late again, guys. Uh, so I really don't care if this gets dirty or not. It's a blank jersey. I have a Carter Hart and the Eric Lindros upstairs. So I'm good. So this is kind of like the whatever Flyers jersey, but uh, maybe I have been thinking about getting a Coots jersey. I love Sean Torian. I think that's a jersey you must need. And also Claude Giroux. I know some of you guys feel about Claude Giroux, but I actually do love him, and I do want his jersey before he does retire. Uh, what about the Jets versus the bye week? Yeah, Ryan. Yeah, I got the bye week winning there. I just think that that defense is too much for Zach Wilson. Um, and he might throw a couple interceptions, and I think the bye week will bring victory. That's a good one. That's a good one. Ryan coming up with the jokes here. Let's go, Flyers! Woo! I'm so pumped, man. I'm so pumped. You can't take me down right now. You literally can't, man. Uh, what's happening, y'all? What's happening? Uh, what y'all got to say here? Uh, um, wait. Okay, so Ertz from where I live, they love him out here. Where do you live? Where do you live, Roma? Do you live in Rome? Uh, real estate agent Josh, what running back should I go with? Mike Evans? Um, go with um Dalvin Cook. That was a random guess. That was a complete random guess. Uh, Roman, my my son is a huge Ertz fan, as he should be. He's a he's a really good tight end, even better person. And uh, let me know where you're, where you at. I, I saw what you said earlier. Where where are you located? 
Um, your daily dose of memes. Ertz got traded. Da -na -na, na -na -na. From your daily dose of memes, breaking news. Zach Ertz has been traded from the Philadelphia Eagles to the Arizona Cardinals. More on Oin Philly Sports. <laughs> Thank you, though, your daily dose of memes. I appreciate the, the, the update there. We will, of course, talk about that in our Eagle segment in just a second. I want to answer your comments, though. Uh, did you hear Steve Smith's take about after the game? I think he was spot on. Talent is not the problem. Uh, Roma site, we actually run a post-game show, so I was not watching that post-game show. Uh, but if you were watching it last night, if you were watching my post-game show last night, um, I criticized Jalen Hurts. I do think he has, I think he has what it takes to start his league. That arm is definitely a question mark. Um, there is talent on this team. You know, I saw what Shannon Sharp tweeted out today. Uh, Carson Carson Wentz did not have the, the amount of talent as far as skilled playmakers on the team like Jalen Hurts has, and Jalen is not succeeding. So some accountability needs to be had. Uh, your daily dose of memes, question mark. What's your question? You put a question mark without a question. I mean, that, that doesn't really make sense. But thank you for the follow, and welcome to the family, my man. Welcome to the family. Hope you're a Birds fan. If not, good either way. Uh, trade Brady, AB Patterson for Herbert, Mike Williams, and Swift. Go right ahead and do that. Um, they said Tua is starting. Awesome stuff. Thank you for that update, uh, you big baby flavor. <laughs> Your names, guys, on here are so are so interesting. Roman straight for a fifth and a and a no name. He's a rookie DB that was actually a good prospect, but sure, he's a no name. Uh, Chargers 38-32. Eh, could happen. Should I start Darnold because CMC out? Um, no, don't do it. Uh, yes, in zero seven sixty whatever. Um. Do I have to explain what this is? Do do I have to explain what that is? This so if you're new here, I'm obviously kidding with you, yes, sir. Uh, if you're new here, this is a show for a five five Philly sports. We cover Eagles, we cover the Sixers, we cover the Phillies, we cover the Flyers, and we cover the Union. So if you're a fan of any of those sports, you're home. That's all I can pretty much say. It has to be. It's it's everything. It's soccer and basketball. Um, uh, we at, where we at bills. We'll get revenge against the Titans. Ooh. Yeah. We'll talk about that on Monday. Uh, I'm taking Browns, but I love the cards. I agree with you, Rome. I agree with you there. Uh, Cox on 59 racing. Yes, sir. Go flyers. I'm on my way to the game. Hey, my dude, have fun, man. Have fun. Be safe and be smart. I don't, I don't need to see you throwing any popcorn beer or, or crab fries out on the ice. All right. Take it easy. Huh? Uh, do you think D Booker is actually going to do something this week on the Giants? No. Uh, Flyers, W, and Carter Hart bounce back season. Hey, let's go. I agree with you, my man. I agree with you. Flyers, uh, wait, I'm sorry. Coaching is our issue, although I'm actually giving Gannon some props after two after the last two weeks. Yeah, we'll talk about it in a second, but coaching definitely needs to be held accountable, and I would have to agree with that. Um, Coots is underrated. I agree. 100%. I agree. Coots is underrated. Uh, oh, you're from Danville, California. Where's Danville, California? Very interesting. Is that in South, uh, North, South California, Southern California? Let me know, man. That's cool. We got a, we got Cali in the building. I love it. 
Did you see crazy? I did not see uh, Red Wings. Was that last night? If that was last night, my he know me. My my head was only one place. I don't know. I don't know where it was. <laughs> it's Friday, guys. If you're not having fun today, you don't. I don't care if you're going to a bar. I don't care if you're going to a club. I don't care if you're sitting on the couch. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be sitting on the couch watching the Flyers with my big-ass water bottle. I might have a glass of wine. I'm not going to I'm not gonna kill with you guys. Uh, but, man, it's Friday. Have some freaking fun, guys. Put a smile on your face. Why so serious? <laughs> yes, I am crazy. Uh, but let's go Flyers. Let's go Flyers. Uh, did the Eagles win their game yesterday? He did. They did. They won 42 to 12. They killed the, the Bucks. They absolutely destroyed them, man. You wouldn't even believe it. Um, uh, Booker or uh, Hubbard, go Hubbard. Uh, yeah, don't be your average Philly fan. As much as I want to disagree with that, I unfortunately can't. God is in the building. Carter needs to do well, or it's gonna look real. Yeah, why you gotta start this again, man? Let's let's leave the last season in the past. I don't need to hear that Carter Hart's next Carson Wentz and Ben Simmons. Let's just let's see what he does. All right, the team looks better. He should be better. But I agree. Yeah, we don't need him to be bad. We don't need him to be bad. But let's 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 move on, guys, because I, I really want to talk about um last last uh, night's game. Um, and I'll, but before we do that, let's talk. Let's talk about the trade. Uh, that obviously is the freshest thing on our mind. And I want to start off with that. So if you haven't heard, Zach Er, thank you to Daily Dose of Memes for breaking the news to us. <laughs> if you haven't heard, uh, Zach Ertz has been traded to the Arizona Cardinals. Now this has been in the works for the last week. Uh, Jay Glazer kind of talked about it yesterday on Fox Sports or the Fox coverage on NFL Network and the NFL. Anyways, um, but apparently there was a, a team that was un undisclosed that was in chats with the Eagles for either one of the tight ends. It wasn't sure. We weren't sure if it was Ertz or if it was Dallas Goddard um, last night. Shouts to John Clark. He put out a clip on social media. Zach Ertz walking into the locker room. There was some sort of employee of the Eagles in, in obviously uh, the casual Eagles gear and pretty much went up to his ear and said something. And then we kind of could put two and two together. Now, pretty much he was telling him that, yeah, you just got traded. Um, and that's that the rest is history this morning. It was announced. Zach had a presser, his final presser as a member of the Philadelphia Eagles. It was very emotional. Obviously the takeaway from the presser was when Zach Ertz was talking about, um, the fact that the Eagles were trading him closer to home. He's obviously a Cali boy. Um, but Zach said that Philadelphia is his home. This is his home. And that, to me, it hit close to heart. I, I, There's nothing more more exciting and, and, get, and fulfills me more than hearing Philly sports athletes claiming Philadelphia as their home. I love seeing when Philly sports athletes after their careers and they have no business staying. like they should like they, they can go back home if they want, but they choose to make this their home. They choose to start their life here. And that to me is something super special. And Zach has claimed Philadelphia as his home. He will always be a Philadelphia Eagle. That will never change. He's a legend here. And he is the best tight end in Eagles history. Think about it. This man had to take over for Brent Selleck, who was the best at that time. To me, Brent Selleck was the best tight end before Ertz. And then Ertz comes in. He uh, he was a, clearly a better pass catcher than Brent Selleck. Obviously, we always criticize Ertz's willingness, his still in blocking. 
but he was so good as a pass catcher, it didn't even matter. His route running was always the best. The man literally bled for this team. That's why I found it so crazy when there was actual fans that were pleading for us to trade Zach Ertz away. Like, have some respect. The man bled for this goddamn franchise, and you want to ship him off because what? You 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 want some draft picks? Whatever. This trade. So you get a 2022 fifth-round draft pick, obviously fifth-round pick next year. You get a cornerback prospect who the Eagles actually, believe it or not, despite what some of you guys may say, a bum cornerback or whatever you want to call him, the Eagles had him on the radar uh, during the draft process. Um, Arizona, from my understanding, have a pretty stacked defensive backfield, and there was just no room for him. So by coming here, he has an opportunity. Uh, so to me, it's a win-win situation. Now, I would have rather them bring, bring over a linebacker, obviously, uh, maybe J uh, Jordan Hicks, but the fact of the matter is uh, we have to remember, guys, we're not trying to win right now. As much as you guys want it to happen, it's that's not the goal this year. You're trying to win for the future, and with Zach, you're trying to see if he can be a cornerback for this team. Remember, Steven Nelson has a one-year deal. Uh, as of right now, Unless we bring him back for the same deal, I don't need him back here. Honestly, he's been okay. I can do better than Steven Nelson. So we'll see what happens with Zach Gowan. Um, but this to me is a good trade. You get a fifth round pick. You get a, a good cornerback prospect. And for Zach Ertz, more importantly, you do right by Zach Ertz. And that to me is the important part. Because look, despite what you guys may think about what Zach did last year, he did handle it the wrong way. And actually he called himself out and he held himself accountable for handling it the wrong way. So by sending him to Arizona, we're putting him in a great situation. He can go down there and he can go get an opportunity to win another ring. And he's going to play in a fun offense that Cliff Kingsbury offense is, is it's a great offense. If you're a skill player, he's going to play with Deandre Hopkins, AJ green. And of course, above all, Kyler Murray is going to be his new quarterback. So if, I mean, I cannot believe that we got this done. Both sides to me win. And I wish nothing but the best from Zach Ertz. Obviously, my lasting memory of Zachy boy is going to be the game-winning touchdown in the Super Bowl. And I obviously put that in quotations because um, it was more of a, a touchdown sealer. Um, but his legacy lives on. I, I, I don't know about you guys. I think we can talk about possibly retiring his number because look you have to retire some of these guys numbers from this era of eagles football we freaking won the super bowl i think cox is a definite retire number i think kelsey's a definite retire number and to me it's either Ertz or or lane johnson um obviously i don't think we'll retire lane uh nick Foles's number but he deserves to get recognized he'll probably be in the hall of fame um but this era of eagles football needs to be recognized and and in the next decade we'll I, i'm pretty sure we'll start doing it uh, especially when G or Cox are moving on to their next part of their career. Um, but yeah, it's a bittersweet day. It's a bittersweet day. Uh, I got a lot of people on TikTok not understanding the trade. And look, the best way to explain this, guys, this is a business. The NFL really does stand for not for long. Um, I mean, look at this era that we had. We won a Super Bowl. It was it was the most fun I've ever had as an Eagles fan. And it literally lasted four seasons, 17, 18, 19, and, and <laughs> lasted three seasons. Let me let me rephrase that. 17, 18, and 19. It lasted three seasons, and that, and that was it. It was done just like that. So that's the NFL. So um, when I was a kid, the best way to kind of illustrate this, when I was a kid, we, in 2009, I believe it was, 
during free agency of the before the 09 season, we allowed Brian Dawkins to walk and he went on to sign with the Denver Broncos. I was about 14, 15 years old. I was pissed off. I was so pissed off. I was like, how can you allow your star defensive player, the leader, the heart it beats beat of the Eagles defense walk to Denver? And I was furious. But as I got older, I recognized, I mean, Doc had two seasons left. I think he played two years with Denver and he was done. So it made sense. Doc wanted to get paid and Denver wanted to pay him. And that's just the nature of the business. So we have to remember that, guys. We have to remember that. As much as we love these players, there is a, 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 a shelf time for a lot of these players. And we need to recognize that. The, the Eagles got some value. And I again, you wish nothing but the best to Zach Ertz. But let's get to last night because... Zach Ertz left tonight or, or today, and last night he he was able to give us one more touchdown catch before he's off to Arizona. So that was pretty damn cool. But we got a lot pre-game in the post show last night. But just kind of iterate some of the the, the topics. Um, obviously today everyone wants to criticize Jalen Hurts, and I did it last night, and he deserves to be criticized uh, to the extent that I've seen. Probably not, but look, Jalen last night. I will say a part of the reason why we lost was because he did not make enough plays. All right. He made big plays in the, in the fourth quarter again, like he did against Carolina. But the thing is, is that the Carolina Panthers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are completely different teams. The Bucs literally just came off to winning the Super Bowl. They're a much better team than the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers are a team this year that have kind of overachieved. And if you're not going to take advantage of the things, the mistakes, the opportunities that the Buccaneers were giving you, you are not going to win the goddamn game. And that is pretty much what happened. I mean, there was instances where the there was like two, was it two times the Bucs went for on fourth down and they didn't convert. And you turn around and you don't convert on that. And Tom Brady's standards, that was an average performance for Tom's standards. And you had an opportunity. It was a six-point game. I mean, the game, you lost by six, I should say. It was there. It was there. The Eagles, though, they need to find a way. And Jalen, starting with Jalen, they need to find a way to play a complete game. That doesn't mean one quarter. That means first, second, third, and the fourth quarter. Um, Jalen's arm is obviously a concern. Last night, and I will say that. I see some nice throws, uh, but obviously there are throws where you're just like, God damn, like, is that arm good enough to play in this league? And to me, more so what I take away, because I do think he can improve upon the arm, but the the the, the ability to read the, the field, I don't think it's quick enough. And I think another issue of, with him reading the field is the fact that Nick Sirianni is calling the college-like offense. Now, I get it. Jalen is limited in what he wants to do. Sirianni might not might not have the quarterback he wants in Jalen Hurts, but this is what you're married to right now. So why not try to make it work? There is no threat of an RPO if you can't run the ball. You're, it, it's it's just pretty much nonsense of what you're doing with the play action. No, everyone knows you're going to pass the ball. Now, having Jalen Hurts be a really fast quarterback and and being a guy who can get out the pocket and make some plays, that's definitely been beneficial, as we can clearly tell. I mean, but Jalen has accounted for more offensive yards than any player on the Eagles this year. It's pretty pretty special if you think about it. 
But not every week are you going to be able to win games with Jalen Hurts running for, what did he run for, 44 yards yesterday, uh, two touchdowns. That's not applicable. Like, why can't we put Jalen under the center more, more more often? Why can't we hand it off to Miles Sanders or or a Kenny Kenny Gainwell? Like, can't we do more of that? Like, we just need to, in my opinion, expand upon this offense. Stop treating Jalen like he's a little boy. I think he's shown that he's he's mature enough to handle that. I everyone talk about in the ball more. I I mean, the it's tough when you're going up against a Bucks rush defense that is pretty damn stout. But I mean, they did they ran the ball night. They had 19 run plays called last night against the Bucks rush defense. I guess that's the most they can they're gonna call. I mean, you you guys tell me, but I, I thought there could have been more for sure as well. Um. I mean, we remember in the beginning of the year, we talked about how, why aren't we putting, calling, a, or getting at least a power back on this team. You know, we have Jordan. I think he's still on the practice squad, which I doesn't make sense either. But that's just something like, I'm just, it just doesn't make sense why we just don't run the ball more, especially with Jalen Hurts. But I digress there. Um, the receivers, to me, need to be more involved as well. And that's not so much on them. That's more on the, the play calling and Jalen Hurts not getting them the ball, but when Devontae Smith and Quez Watkins, who have clearly shown that they are dangerous wide receivers, combined for five catches, that is a problem. And now there's no Zach Ertz. So I, I it's clear that the Eagles, and I and I saw it, the Eagles clearly want to run more 11 personnel. It's clear. And now you're going to have Dallas Goddard. Uh, they had Jack Stoll and last out in the game a couple times. Um, and I'm blanking on the third string tight end, the Oregon State kid who just got called up from the practice squad as well. But um, now you're going to see a lot of 11 personnel, a lot of Jalen Rager in the slot. Uh, and Rager, please, for the love of Christ, shut the fuck up. He's so frustrating. I talked about it last night. He's so frustrating. He's like uh, he's like Ben Simmons, to be honest with you, without the, without the um, diva-like symptoms. But he's so oblivious to, like, what is going on? He sucks at reading a room. Like he thinks, I really do believe he thinks he's Tyreek Hill. And he's not. <laughs> so I'm honestly tired of it. Obviously, we talked about last night, the offensive line kind of got a little bit manhandled with those beasts that are up front. Vita Vea and Damakansu really uh, were wreaking hack, to be honest with you. They got pushed around a little bit. Kelsey as well. Uh, I think they got, what, two sacks last night or three sacks? Let me double check here. Um, it was, I don't know why I'm looking on here when you can just go, Ooh, that was close. <laughs> Almost went back, uh, two sacks last night. So listen, we, we know that we know, we know Jason Kelsey's side. We, we already been used to this. Uh, Landon Dickerson is someone who's again, a rookie trying to figure it out. And then we had Jack Driscoll starting at guard as well. So, um, it, it was what it was, but defensively. Um, they made listen back to back weeks. You know, I, I saw someone comment on Jonathan Gannon. It's been solid, uh, so, solid game plans for Jonathan Gannon back to back. He literally, I think he really uh, learned from that chewing that Nick Sirianni did after the Chiefs game. Because to me, he's he's been much better. And now, who does who chews Nick Sirianni out? <laughs> you know, we saw 
uh, Nick Sirianni chew out Jonathan Gannon. Who didn't chew out Nick Sirianni for his bad play call? But I digress there. But defensive line, uh, again, got, got that push. Obviously not enough because they weren't able to get a sack, but they were able to get some pressure. Uh, and again, I mean, Tom Brady, 34-42, two touchdowns, one interception. I'm curious if that thumb really did bother him or not. Bruce Arians, everyone's going to say that it didn't. These are obviously football players. Um, but I'm just curious if that if that did affect him or not, because there, there was a lot of bad throws uh, by Tom Brady. Eight incompletions. Uh, I mean, I, I know that, does, that doesn't seem so steep, but... Uh, it really did not look the best. Leonard Fournette really gashed us on the ground uh, last night. 81 yards, 22 carries. Everyone's going to talk about Nard Avery taunting call. Flat out, look, you can agree with it or not. You are a professional. You have to act like a professional. I don't think that Leonard Fournette acted like a professional in that instance. So, um, they, It's interesting because the linebackers got obliterated, but people were loving and raving on Davion Taylor. And I'm just like, I would love a linebacker. And it's so frustrating when you're when you're going up against the Bucks and you got a Devin Shacker with Levante David out there. But you got guys that can do it all. I would love a linebacker who can run, who can tackle, who can cover. We don't have that. Davion, when I seen Davion, he can run. He's got the speed. He can he, he can run with some of these guys. I haven't really seen him too much in coverage, but he can run. His tackling is is god awful. And I'm sick of that. If I, I, there's nothing that make me more pissed off than seeing someone tackle high up. Alex Singleton, if you don't fucking bend that ass and drive through a fucking tackle, I'm gonna go down to the Lincoln Financial Field myself. I'm gonna drag you by those fucking long locks, and I'm gonna fucking tell you in your face. That drives me up a fucking wall. I'm sorry I'm cursing so much, but that drives me insane. When I see guys putting their their safety at risk, that pisses me off. The helmet, the helmet stuff, that pisses me off. This is your life at stake, goddammit. I don't want to see you in a goddamn wheelchair. There was, there, and it was funny because, look, Tom Brady's a smart quarterback. He knows he doesn't have to throw the ball down the field like Drew Brees or Peyton Manning. He's smart. He knows if he gets a couple five-yard gains here and there, eventually they're going to wind up in the red zone, and eventually they're going to wind up in the end zone. It's a chess game with Tom Brady. And he was picking apart that soft zone of the Eagles' defense with, uh, with O.J. Howard, with Leonard Fournette, O.J. Howard, Leonard Fournette combined with 12, 12 catches. Antonio Brown also uh, exploited those soft, weak, uh, soft zones as well. It's not much you can do when you don't have linebackers you can cover. It's pretty much secondaries are left there out, out there on an island. And again, Stephen Nelson is I. He's not the best. And Terry Slay, he had a tough time as well when you're going up against Mike, uh, Mike Evans, but Mike Evans only had two catches. Now I see that pass interference with BS because I think both guys were interfering on that play, but it is what it is. But overall, with this loss, yes, Jalen Hurts deserves a good amount of the blame. Um, but Nick Sirianni, again, like he doesn't instill confidence in me whatsoever. Like when when I had Doug here, at least I knew we had all these injuries. We were rolling out practice squad what rosters, but at least I knew Doug Peterson was going to get the guys going. All right, and honestly, the play calling is not that much better from what Doug was doing. Uh, with Nick Sirianni, it's tough. He's just a bunch of talk, no action. I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little frustrated and a little fed up with him as well, just like you guys. Uh, but again, who's going to chew out Nick Sirianni? You had Nick Sirianni chewing out Jonathan Gannon. Who's going to chew out Nick Sirianni? I'm at the point now. I get. Listen, I, this is now 
week six, all right, we've gone through six games. I've seen one game where I've seen Seriani call a good game for three quarters against the Falcons, and that was week one. I'm willing to give the play call to Shane Steichen. Let's see what he has. From now, I don't know much about Shane Steichen, but from what I know, I know he does like to run the ball. Um, his issue in 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 uh, I guess L.A. with the Chargers was that Lynn, the coach Anthony Lynn, he didn't want to run the ball. He wanted to pass, especially with Herbert. Whereas, and that's where they conflicted a lot because at where Steichen wanted to run the ball more, Lynn was like, "No, no, no, pass the ball, pass, pass, pass." Again. <clears throat> I do wonder if the play calling has not been called. A lot of run plays have not been called because it is up top or it is because Seriani's being stubborn as crap. But it just doesn't make sense. Now, we saw what happened in that last offensive drive for the Eagles. You got Miles Sanders involved, nine carries for 56 yards. Imagine if, if you would have given the ball more in the game. Imagine if you would have given him 15 to 20 carries. Like I asked you on a week-to-week basis, what could have happened? And these are things that we, we're going to be asking ourselves as the season goes on. So 28-22 loss. The Eagles now 2-4. and four. It, I know, guys, it sucks. It's tough. Um, I know people, like, I know in Philadelphia, we kind of revolve our lives a lot around the Eagles. I obviously don't really. Um, but I obviously love the birds. But this is something I'm willing to roll with. I'm willing to roll with the bumps and the bruises. Uh, of this Eagle season because um, I think that the future is bright for the birds. We see the draft capital. You do see some good young players. Again, I don't know if Jalen Hurts is the quarterback. I'm not there yet. And I don't know if you guys can make that judgment already after six games with some bad play calling. Jalen is literally out there asked to do everything for the Eagles. A second-year quarterback in the second round. And by the way, according to a lot of scouts and NFL people, Jalen Hurts has a, had a fourth-round grade in 2020, and yet the Eagles reached for him. But now you're expecting him to do everything. You know, uh, E-Rock had a great point. And if you guys don't follow E-Rock, I don't know what the hell you guys are doing. But um, I don't agree with the fact that Jalen Hurts can't do this job. I, I don't – I don't – I really – I don't know. And even after six games, I still don't know if he can do that. But the front office does need to look at themselves in the mirror. And we constantly get, keep them accountable when we're in situations like this. Even just looking at this past couple of years, we had a Super Bowl winning team. We had one of the golden standards of the NFL for a little bit. And then they did everything to kind of pissed off everyone. They, they didn't want Doug Peterson to have full control. They wanted to get themselves a, a little bitch, pardon the the part of my language but Nick Sirianni is going to be a yes man whatever Howie and Jeff say he's going to say oh, okay oh, all right cool all right pass the ball 100 times cool well, I got you I got you a zone all day I got you I got you um obviously listen Carson Wentz is what it is he had, was injury prone but why would you pay a franchise quarterback and then draft a, a quarterback in the second round instead of giving him some help Right? Why would you pay him in, in the first place if you had if you had your second guesses? So look, this front office definitely needs to be held accountable. It is early in the in the season, it's week six, but yeah, it's it, there's a lot of work to be done. We'll see what happens. Again, I constantly keep telling you guys, we just have to wait for the second half of the season to see some good, um, see some good, good, some good play, some good play. So let me know how you guys feel about this. Um, 
about this performance by the birds. Again, we can continue venting. Keep telling me how you feel. We want to talk about some Zach Ertz. Let me know. Are you someone giving up on Jalen Hurts? Because I'm not. But, hey, let me know. I'm, I'm here to hear it. Uh, let's see what you guys got to say on TikTok. Uh, I didn't watch Red Wings Tampa game, but the highlights were insane. Yeah, so uh, so Murph, I tr what I try to do is before I go to bed or if I have some free time, I do try to watch some highlights of every league, the NFL, the NHL, MLB, MLS, uh, NBA. And uh, I try to do that as much as I can. I just haven't had a time to, but uh, I agree, man. Highlights are key, are, are crucial these days, man. It's, it's a it's a big advantage these days. Uh, just outside of Oakland. Okay, okay. Uh, so were you a Raiders fan when they were there? Or are you still a Raiders fan? Very interesting. Uh, Murph, 9-11, stay tuned next week. I'm going to put out my Eastern Conference predictions. I'm not going to put that now because there's no point then to do it next week. Uh, CRTZ134, the Eagles need to use Miles Sanders more, man. Yeah, that's what we just talked about. You saw what his impact was in that last drive. I agree. He needs to be used more. What's up, Boston? How you doing, man? Uh, Vinny Locks, free sports picks today. Yeah, we just did it, man. We just did it. Uh, Astros ML and Flyers ML. Okay, very nice. Thank you, Vinny. Um, do you, Murph 911, do you watch international soccer? Of course I watch international soccer. Uh, I am a Colombian soccer fan. Uh, Colum the Colombian national team is my team, so I do follow them diligently. Uh, yesterday was kind of tough with the Eagles, uh, but we suck. We can't score a goal worth the crap. So that's pretty much pretty much it. I do know your U.S. men's national team, or I don't know if you are. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't, I didn't mean to insinuate you are a U.S. men's national team fan, but um, they they look good. They look better than our situation. So, but of course we watch it, man. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles fan six. Did you see? <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles fan, I appreciate you letting us know, but we literally just talked about it, and yes, we did we did hear it. Um, but Philadelphia fan, Eagles fan, if you follow my TikTok, you would know that I put out two TikToks today about Zach Ertz, so make sure you do follow my man. Uh, Jeff Penta, uh, Farmer, Farmer, okay, cool. Uh, Bears country, Eagles are trash, bro. I don't think you should be talking as a Bears fan, but God bless you. Uh, Jackson, Jackson, I'm going to the game. Are you going? I'm not going to the game tonight, man. I'm not going to the game tonight. I apologize. I would love to, but we'll do post game, man. We'll be doing post game. Tommy Eleven Mutiny, yo, what's up, Tommy? How you doing, man? What's happening? Roma straight. E A G L E S Eagles. I love it. Since day one, five years old, Reggie White was my hero. All my other teams are Bay Area. Well, all your other teams in the Bay Area were Philadelphia teams before that, so that's awesome. I love it, man. Loved, brother. Much love to you. Uh, wait, did I miss them? No, I didn't. Uh, the Rose go Flyers. Let's go. Let's go. Awesome stuff. Let's go Flyers. Uh, Tyler Guns ninety one. It's high school play call. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not really good. Murph nine eleven. I've been trying to get into international soccer, but I'm a I'm a Team Canada fan. Actually, it's a good time to be a Team Canada fan. Those guys are playing pretty damn good. The future is really damn bright for Canada. Got they have the best player in Concacaf, Alfonso Davies. That's pretty cool, man. Pretty cool. Um, let me see. Ben Simmons is going to do nothing in the game if he plays. And we'll, yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> Arizona Rob the Eagles. Ertz is worth more than that. I disagree, Ian. The, you got to remember his age and the wear and tear on that player. 
It, it listen, you gotta guys understand that with veteran players, especially like Zach Ertz. I mean, if you're trading Tom Brady, then you gotta give up like three first rounders. I agree. Uh, but even like what the Rams give up, like Jared Goff, a first and a couple other draft picks. Uh, Ertz is a veteran player at tight end. I mean, he really didn't do too much this season to begin with. Um, so that's kind of the price tag for those type of players. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, Ryan, he succeeded f- four weeks more than Wentz did in his whole <laughs> last season, though. Yeah, I, I, I listen, I agree. Um, but Jalen still needs to be held accountable, and there's work to be done with Jalen Hurts. It's just black fact of matter. Uh, everyone didn't know why Zach. What time is it? Oh, 51. Everyone didn't know why Zach emotional after the game, and now we know. That is correct, man. That is correct. Okay. Uh, and now we know. Now we know. All right, guys, we got to go to a quick break, and I will talk to you guys in a second. Got to handle some business. Give me one second.
that means. But all right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are back here. All right, so let's uh, let me get to some of these comments, and then we'll get move on to our next segment here. We'll move on to the Sixers. Um, Case, Kay, thank you so much for the follow. Welcome, welcome on, welcome to the family. Uh, hey, what's happening? What's happening? Um, let me see here. Uh, is Kelsey on the trading block? I doubt it, to be honest with you. I mean, they don't really hear teams trading for centers, right? It's really out of the ordinary. Um, Jeffrey Laurie should chew him out. Uh, I think Jeffrey Laurie is kind of what who wants this. Uh, so I think he's really the one who wants it. So we'll see. Uh, Raiders fan who subscribed to the America podcast. Hey, what's going on? Is Kelsey available? We desperately need a center. I mean, he, he's there. You guys really want him. Uh, if you know anything about Howie Roseman, he's definitely going to be putting a crazy price tag on that. Uh, so I, I, I would be interesting. But uh, I remember you, Chris. I definitely remember. You. Thank you so much for tuning on around, my man. Uh, how's America doing? How's Club America doing? Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if he was a trade Vegas or Casey by deadline. Hey, I wouldn't imagine him teaming back up with his brother, Travis. That would be interesting. But um, guys, look, as you guys clearly tell tonight, it's about one thing and one thing only. We are ready for Flyers hockey. It is time for us to reconvene and talk some Flyers hockey. I'm excited. I mean, we talked about it all offseason, how excited I am about this team. I think this team definitely made the moves to improve upon a disappointing club that was last season. I mean, we all know we all heard the the talks, you know, is Carter Hart the guy? This defense was atrocious. They had no fight, no heart. And I think that they made the right moves this past this past offseason to get things better for this team. I think they're going to be a much physical team. I already think they had the skilled players offensively uh, to compete, but I think now they have that edge. When you're talking about playing in the Eastern Conference, and especially even in, in the Metropolitan, you got the Islanders, you got Carolina, you got the Tampa Bay Light, Lightning in the Eastern Conference as well. Those teams are physical teams, and if you are played down, if you don't ha bring that if you don't bring them fists, I, I guess I should say not 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 it's it's a metaphorically speaking the fists right, but if you don't bring that aggressive edge to this ice, you're gonna get beat up. All right, so I think they really improved upon that. I mean, even some of these late signings that they've had, those waiver guys, uh, Patrick Brown. Um, well, I'm trying to think here. The uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Mac Owen. Uh, that they got from the the Canucks, nonetheless. John McEwen, I think his name was. Uh, he is someone as well who's known to be a fighter but can also score as well. So uh, they clearly have a vision in mind, and they want to be more physical. They want to be more stronger mentally, physically, all the above. Uh, so, uh, and, you know, adding guys like Rasmus Rosalainen, who won't be there tonight, uh, Ryan Ellis, Cam Atkinson as well, Keith Yandel, uh, those are the type of players that they're going to that's going to help shape this new Flyers team um, this season. So I, I think to me as well, the key is trying to help Carter Hart as much as you can this season. Last year was disappointing. We all do know that. But Carter Hart, I mean, my God, what what, what can I say about Carter Hart? I, I love the kid. I think he's going to be fine. I think that the Flyers did enough to help him out. But 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 he he himself had I think mentally he looked back in the preseason um but he's got to trust his guys and i think the guys have to trust him back as well and it's going to take some time i mean the defensive pairings didn't look the, the smoothest in preseason but again it's just going to take some time for guys to gel problem is we're in this deadly metropolitan division you got the hurricanes you got the islanders you got the rangers the caps the penguins the devils 
Um, these are all good. Te- these are all teams that can very well compete. So uh, it'll definitely be tough uh, for the Flyers. Um, but I think they are finally built for this. I think last year built them up, and I think that they are really built for this season. So tonight we face off against the Vancouver Canucks uh, for the first game of the season, a home opener, 7 o'clock puck drop in two hours. It's going to be a tough one, okay? I, I don't want to hear the whole Vancouver sucks, Andy McClellan, like, don't, no. This is a new year. Vancouver has one game under their belt. And for the Flyers, we don't really know what this Flyers team is going to look like. I don't think anyone really knows what to expect come uh, tonight and uh, at the, and on, the, on the ice. So we'll see what that looks like. Um, but I do have the lines here. Obviously, like I just mentioned, Lane will be out. Um, we are also going to be out with Patrick Brown, who is expected to start, but he will not. Obviously, Kevin Hayes as well. Um, so here are your line pairings, your forward line pairing. You got Closure Rue, Sean Couturier, and Travis Konechny. Uh, let me let me say this better. Sean, Sean Couturier centering with Closure Rue and Travis Konechny. Let me get back in the rhythm of this. Derek Broussard on the second line centering with Joel Farabee and Cam Atkinson. On the third line, you got Scott Lawton centering JVR and Oscar Lindblom, who, guys, expect a big season from him as well. Nate Thompson centering uh, Maxwell Willman. Uh, he's a good story, a guy from the e- ECHL. Uh, he's been battling along. He's been fighting. He's gained some chemistry with some of the guys on the roster already, and he's going to get his chance on opening day. So we'll see if he can deliver. But he's going to be on the line with uh, Nicholas Ube-Kubel as well, who uh, I don't want to see any dumb penalties tonight, Nick. Nick, please, please. Your defensive got I'm pro off with Ryan Ellis. We're going to get the first dose of that line, uh, the D-line pairing. Uh, no, Risto uh, does suck, but Sandheim is going to partner up with Justin Braun. Then your third line pairing, Nick Sealer, surprisingly got that um, nod at that at that third line pairing with one Keith Yando. So we will see there. Uh, your power play unit, JVR, Coots, Konechny, Claude, and Yandel. Second power play unit, Farabee, Brassard, Atkinson, Ivan Provorov, and Ryan Ellis. Your goalie tonight is going to be one Mr. Carter Hart. Of course, I forgot to mention that Sam Moran, of course, is going to be out as well. He should be out for, was it seven to eight weeks that I see that? So he should be back by late November, early December. So you'll have your seventh defender back uh, on this roster. But um, should be fun. Start off quick. Get it going. Um, I'll be watching, and I'll give you guys my reactions after the game. But uh, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I do think the Flyers will win. I don't think it'll be as easy as you guys think it'll be. I could see a, uh, I could see a three-two win. I could see the Flyers going down two nothing and then coming back. Um, but I, I think it's gonna be a fun night. It's gonna be electric. Obviously, the whole mantra this year is bring it, bring it to broad. Um, it's kind of, a, I think it's a good one. Um, I do think that the Flyers are kind of getting back to Broad Street bully hockey this year. They don't want to say it, but I think kind of what we have seen. Um, but we'll uh, we'll see what it looks. Like. We'll definitely see what what that looks like. So. I'm excited. Let's go Flyers. Flyers hockey is back, um, and we're going to get in full swing, and then we'll be doing this again next week as the Sixers kick off their season. So it should be a lot of fun. should be a lot of fun. Um, Colts ran the ball a lot last year and had a solid squad. The game plan uh, has to be analytics coming from up top. I agree, Roma. I've had my thoughts. I've had my, my, uh, my theories. I do think that a lot of this game plan that you're seeing right now is from up top. Um, these the Eagles flat out. I think they want a, a, a high 
high uh, high flying pass attack. I think that is what they really want. Which is funny because why would you draft Jalen Hurts if that's really what you wanted and you thought that he could be a backup? Like I, that makes that makes no sense. But um, I think it's stupid. I think it's irresponsible. I think you have to you have to coach and you have to call plays to your strengths, and they're not doing that. So if that's from up top, you know, shame on them. Shame on them because it's it's not good enough. All right, let's uh, let's move on to the Philadelphia Union. Let's preview tomorrow's game. Uh, tomorrow, the Union will be added at 1 o'clock, a nice little 1 o'clock kickoff. Then you have the rest of the day to yourself. Um, but uh, it's going to be a tough one. We're going to be in Montreal, all right? And Montreal is a pesky, pesky, pesky team, all right? These guys are are coached very well by Wilfred Nancy. It's a team that it's a it's a typical team in, in modern-day soccer. They build from the back. Um, they got these these nice wing backs that can create some width up out, um, out wide, and then they got these forwards. Uh, we won't see Romel uh, Kyoto, who is a, who's been their leading goal scorer. He's been an absolute beast, but they still will have um, what's his name? Why am I blanking on these guys right now? It's been a long. I'm I'm exhausted. I'm ready for the weekend. I'm ready to just sleep. To be honest, guys, I have not had much sleep this this past week, and I'm really looking forward to that. But We'll find out in a second um, who the impact. <laughs> Here we go. Club de Foot in Montreal, the snowflakes. That's so funny. Uh, okay, so I'm going to be so mad when I see him. Mahalovic, Georgi Mahalovic. So Mahalovic with Joaquin Torres. I'm expecting them to, in in the, in, um, in the pre in the absence of Kyoto, I would expect them to roll with uh, Borhen jo- John Johnson. We'll see what happens there, but you got. I think to me the key the you have to get back to playing that physical brand of soccer. Get in their full face. Use that high press. They like to build in the back, so pressure those back line. Uh, those that back line of them. The problem is we might not have Sergio Santos um, for this game tomorrow. Uh, he's been battling that injury that he suffered in that in the last match against Cincinnati. Uh, listen, we know this is Sergio Santos. He always gets these soft shoes all the freaking time. Uh, so it's going to be tough there for him. But Jameer should be back. Gaddock should be back. Uh, I don't think Brujo's going to try, but I don't think he will be back. I think, if anything, he'll come off the bench. And then you'll have Mbizo, uh, who will be out as well. Al is also battling injuries, so you might see Nathan Harrell starting at right, right back. We had a great game last week against uh, Cincinnati, so this lineup could look very interesting. I could, see, I think um, Andre should be back, and I think he'll start at goalie. And then your back line, Kyle, will come back from suspension with Elliot and Glesnes, and then Harrell as the right back. And then your midfield, Leon Flock, I believe he'll be that six with Jamiro at the left, Gazek at the top with uh, Alejandro Bedoya at the right, and then your forwards. I believe at this point, Quinn Sullivan has proved himself to be the third-string striker, I guess, since uh, we've been out of um, of Corey Burke. He's been hurt, and Davo, for whatever reason, won't get any minutes. We don't know why, even though he's his contract is up in six months, or in, in a couple months, actually. I think now three months, or no. He came in in late August. So, yeah, he's got like three more months left of his deal. So I don't know if that's going to happen there. We don't even know what we have in the player, to be honest with you. So it's a weird microcosm there. But, again, play your physical style of soccer. It should be a dub tomorrow. 
You got to keep these wins up. I want that second seed. Nashville is a damn good team, and you're going to be facing off against Nashville next Saturday. You got two matches next week, so it's going to be a tough one. So, um, Jimmy and the boys, get prepared. When you play Montreal, it's a dogfight, and you better be ready. You better be ready. So we'll see what happens. Of course, we'll recap it here. Of course, if you guys want all your union uh, updates, make sure you guys subscribe and follow Duke by the River. That is the Philadelphia Union podcast for Philly Sports Network. We'll definitely be talking about all of that. Um, Jake Walburn, 2021. What NFL team you like? What NFL team do I like? I don't know. I don't never even heard of the NFL. <laughs> Come on, bro. We're Eagles fans here. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. Come on, baby. What you mean? What you mean? <laughs> All right, let's move on to the... um to the Sixers before we sign off here tonight. Tonight, preseason in Detroit, 7 o'clock. Uh, who's playing tonight? That's always the key question here. Uh, I, I, I would hope... I mean, I don't really just... Obviously, he probably might start here tonight. Um, that hasn't coming out yet, but really what we're trying to figure out... Will Ben play tonight? <laughs> but that's really what we're waiting for. So we know he has been cleared to practice he has been cleared to work out he's covid free he's passed his physical he's in shape i can take that for what you want um but we know he doesn't really want to play tonight or he doesn't want to play with the team um i personally don't think he's going to play much with the sixers i could see him missing the first month of the season He's going to find a way, any which way possible to not get out there. He's just here to get his money. He's just here to get his money and get the hell out and get traded. It's ridiculous, but uh, it's something we're just going to have to keep monitoring. I don't even think he'll be on the bench with the team. Like, is he even in Detroit? Like, uh, these are things that we all have to to consider here. But um, uh, just really what I want to see tonight, more Tyrese Maxey continuing playing his game. Uh, he's going to get in preseason. He's going to get a lot of these minutes to, to show the coaching staff. He deserves a good role on the rotation this year. Um, I want to see Andre Drummond as well. I probably know Joel, Joel and Danny Green will rest. And I got the update there. So, so I want to see some more from Andre Drummond. And then of course, uh, just, I don't want to hurt. Joe is another player that I want to see some more of. He's been really impressing me. I mean, dude, the dude doesn't even miss. You know, it's just a narrative. He just doesn't miss, and he seems to be taking big steps in this season. So I'm really excited to see what he can do as well. Um, there's some there's some young players on this team that does excite me, and it's funny because Elton Brand has a real eye for talent, and uh, we'll, we'll see what he can do here tonight. But should be fun here, guys, tonight, and it's it's just it, it's to get excited for the Sixers because what Ben Simmons is doing, so. Oh, yeah, man. It is what it is. Go Flyers. Go Birds. Amen. Amen. All right, guys. That's going to do it for yet again another episode of Oyen Philly Sports. That is episode 76, an honor of the 76ers. You like that one, guys. We'll be back at it all Monday. Make sure you guys, if you're watching this live on El Parcero Philly's YouTube channel, to hit that like button and subscribe. You can find Oyen Philly Sports wherever you stream podcasts from Apple, Google, and Spotify. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of Ed Parcero Philly, and I'm telling you guys, enjoy your weekend, and let's go Flyers. We'll talk Monday. (laughs) 